The Roys are back in town. All will be revealed. All will be revealed. And the crew is back together. Are you getting paid extra for this? I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend, Friday, December 10th through Sunday, December 12th. We're counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Jennifer Lopez is the new henny on the block, as the global icon is set to make her first appearance on RuPaul's Drag Race in a special season 14 guest role. Drag Race unveiled the news Thursday alongside the first official season 14 trailer, which features a glistening roster of guest judges, as well as more secrets about that unprecedented chocolate bar twist that RuPaul first tipped us off to during last week's cast reveal. In addition to Lopez's special virtual appearance, season 14 guest judges include Lizzo, Alicia Keys, Taraji P. Henson, Nicole Byer, T.S. Madison, and Dove Cameron. Netflix will not be moving forward with a second season of Cowboy Bebop, EW has confirmed, marking the end of the line for the streamer's live-action adaptation of the classic anime series. The news comes less than a month after the series debuted, to much fanfare but somewhat negative responses. According to Netflix's new viewership data site, Cowboy Bebop was among the top 10 TV shows on the service the week after its debut, but posted a steep drop-off in viewership the following week. And Josh Hartnett seemingly doesn't know how to quit thinking about smooching Joaquin Phoenix. The actor revealed that he and the Oscar-winning Joker performer were originally set to play the two cowboys who fall in love at the center of Ang Lee's history-making 2005 drama Brokeback Mountain, roles that, of course, eventually went to Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal instead. In an interview with the Australian outlet news.com.au, Hartnett said he had to drop out of Brokeback because of control contractual obligations tied to filming his 2006 thriller, The Black Dahlia. He said that Phoenix was also cast alongside him and that, quote, it was a different film altogether with both men in the lead roles. Hartnett added, joking, I've always wanted to kiss Joaquin, so that's my biggest regret. Representatives for Phoenix didn't immediately respond to EW's request for comment. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Now, we're happier than ever to reveal our top five picks for this weekend, starting with number five, Saturday Night Live. This week, Billie Eilish is returning to Studio 8H, this time to pull double duty, serving as both host and musical guest of Saturday's episode. She'll join an elite club of stars, including Paul Simon, Taylor Swift, Lady Gaga, and more, who have both hosted and performed on the show. Another entry for her long list of accomplishments at just 19 years old. So how will Eilish follow her amazing gravity-defying performance when she was musical guest in 2019? Where will she rank among the SNL Double Duty Club? And how will the show tackle the news of the Omicron variant? Tune in to find out. Eilish takes the stage on SNL Saturday at 11.30 p.m. Eastern, 8.30 p.m. Pacific on NBC. Now, time to engage our number four pick, 90 Day Fiancé Before the 90 Days. The TLC series is back with a new slate of singles looking to find the love of their life abroad, defying interfering families, former flames, shady pasts, 
and culture clashes in search of their soulmate. This season's couples include a 50-year-old divorcee and a Nigerian musician, a Chinese man and an Idaho country girl with a self-proclaimed obsession with Asian culture, and a former pastor from a strict religious sect and a Peruvian woman 28 years his junior, who may or may not be who she says she is. You really can't make this stuff up, folks. Here's a preview. It's proof. Despite the 28-year age difference, what I found with mahogany is like no one else. We have Jesus in common, so I know it'll work. I just thought that she was going to come. I feel foolish, and it just really hurts. Never have I ever keeping a big secret. I think he means you. I want a relationship where I can trust my partner when she's halfway across the world. Ah, long-distance relationships. They're not easy, you guys. You can see all the chaos unfold on the season premiere of Before the 90 Days, Sunday at 8 p.m. on TLC. Trivia. It's trivia time. Which of these is not a real spinoff of 90 Day Fiancé that has aired on TLC? 90 Day Fiancé, The Other Way. 90 Day Fiancé, Deported or 90 Day Fiancé self-quarantine? Stick around for the answer. Number three. Now, let's expand on our number three pick for the weekend. It's The Expanse. The sixth and maybe final season of the sci-fi series picks up with the solar system at war as the Free Navy continues to launch asteroid attacks on Earth and Mars. Meanwhile, internal tensions threaten to tear the crew of the Rocinante apart. How will they deal with the death of their pilot Alex and the arrival of a new crew member, Clarissa, who once tried to kill them? Also, how will Marco and Naomi's son, Philip, deal with the guilt of having helped wipe out a planet? And perhaps most importantly, how much will we see of the planet Laconia, which doesn't come into play until book seven of the Expanse series, with only six episodes to fit it all in? Well, here's a preview. Poor, poor Erta. Doesn't know where she'll get her food and water. Welcome to the boat. Ceres will be the capital city of our Belter nation. A place all Belters and forever call home! I just received word they've located the Norris' ship. You have something in mind? I do. Permission to come aboard? What's going on? The old lady believes the Rossi is the best option for this operation. Are you getting paid extra for this? One last run for the Rossi, unless showrunner Naren Shanker's plan to, quote, hopefully hint at a future pays off. Hey, it wouldn't be the first time. You can check out our full interview with Shanker over at EW.com, and you can stream the final season premiere of The Expanse on Amazon Prime Video. You can hear, but not see, community star Yvette Nicole Brown in the new season of Hulu's adult animated series Crossing Swords, which is streaming right now. But if you prefer some gentler viewing, Brown has a recommendation for you. We recently caught up with the actress and asked her, what you watching? Okay, I've gotten into a lot of trouble for this um, from John Stamos because I'm on a show called Big Shot with him on Disney Plus that I love. 
but I talk a lot about the show that I'm currently watching, which is Ted Lasso. Anyone that follows me on Twitter knows that this is my show. I love it to death. I tell John that Big Shot has the same DNA as Ted Lasso, so it's okay for me to love it like I do. But what's great about Ted Lasso is it's a show about what kindness can do in your life and in the lives of others. And I think with what we've all been through in the last couple of years and in the last few years in America, we kind of need a show that encourages people to be good to each other and to be good to themselves and to, to seek out mental health services when needed and to share what you have and to encourage others. I think that Ted Lasso is what we as a country need and what we as a world need right now. It is a solve, salve. It's a bomb. It's, um, it's just a good feeling every time you watch the show. So what I am watching and what you should be watching is Ted Lasso. And the great news is if you haven't watched it yet, you have two full season streaming on Apple TV to watch. And lucky you are. A common but no less worthy recommendation. Get on the Ted Lasso train, folks. As Brown said, you can find both seasons streaming on Apple TV+. Stay tuned. Our top two picks are coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Before we get to our soundbite of the week, we are issuing a major spoiler alert. Sound the alarms for the premiere of the Sex and the City revival. And just like that, if you have not watched it yet, turn down the volume for the next minute or so. Here we go. If you're still there, then you know that the premiere ended with the death of Mr. Big, who had a heart attack after working out on a Peloton. Carrie finds him sitting outside the running shower after his heart attack, and her voiceover at that moment is our soundbite of the week. And just like that, Big died. That, I gotta say, is one of the grimmest roll credits moments in recent history. We will have to stay tuned to see how the show follows that shocking twist. The first two episodes of And Just Like That are streaming now on HBO Max with new episodes dropping weekly on Thursdays. Now let's release our number two pick for this weekend, The Unforgivable. Sandra Bullock stars in this new Netflix movie as Ruth Slater, who has just spent 20 years in prison for killing a police officer and is re-entering a society that refuses to forgive her past. Now, Ruth is focused on finding her little sister Katie, who she raised and was forced to leave behind. But she must face the reality that Katie might not even want to know her now. Here's a bit of the trailer. John, there's a woman in the front yard. Can I help you with something? You're a lawyer. What would Catherine gain by meeting her now? I wonder all the time what she looks like. 
what she became. Your life starts here now, not 20 years ago. She did her time. She killed somebody in cold blood. If that were any of your black sons who had been in the system, they would be dead. She walks around like it never happened. Now you tell me if that's fair. You gotta be a convict wherever I go? No, you're a cop killer everywhere you go. That cast you just heard also includes Viola Davis, John Bernthal, Vincent D'Onofrio, and Rob Morgan. But Bullock's character anchors The Unforgivable and its meditation on family. The actress discussed the resonance of the movie and her character on The Kelly Clarkson Show earlier this week. Has like being a mother, like caretaker for another for a child like in real life, did that help you out at all in the sure. role? Oh, God, yes. I think once you're a, a parent, you can't see through different eyes other mm. than that of a parent. Yeah. You know, um, I think also the, the question of what is a parent is really important to me because we have a narrative that says, well, when a man and a woman get together in the sperm and the egg, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. And then you have the rest of the world where there are uh, adoptions and through foster care and all. I mean, that, my family, if it wasn't for adoption and foster care, I wouldn't have my family. Yeah. So this film really struck a chord in that there are millions upon millions of babies and children on this planet that have no one to love, mm. that have no one to make, let them know that they're the most amazing thing when they walk in the room. There are millions upon millions of adults that wish they could be a parent. Yeah. And society is going, well, if you're gay or if you're single or if you, I'm like, love is love. You know, yeah. it's, and if we stop defining that narrative as just one avenue, mm. the amazing impact would be, would be love and families and health and mental health and, and, and connection beyond. Like human beyond. connection is so important. Yeah. So Especially what makes a family? You know, my, my character created something horrible and all she wants to do is find her sister, the last connection she mm -hmm. had. But... My, my sister now has her family, her forever family, and she is the daughter to someone else. She is a sister to someone else. I know. It's so it's so, loving yeah. someone, real love by letting them go. Sometimes, yeah. Powerful message and a really powerful story. You can stream The Unforgivable on Netflix right now. And now, time for our Royale number one pick, the season finale of Succession. The end has come all too soon, if we're being honest, for the beloved HBO drama's third season, and your guess is as good as ours for what will go down in the finale. Obviously, there's a lot of fallout to deal with from last week's episode, which saw Kieran Culkin's Roman send a, uh, well, intimate picture to his dad by accident. While Jeremy Strong's emotionally demolished and likely drunk Kendall dipped below the waters of a swimming pool. So is this the end for Logan's second oldest son? What consequences will J. Smith Cameron's Jerry face for Roman sexting? And can the finale deliver any scene that will top Tom's freak out from a couple weeks ago? Here's an effing preview. I don't want to be rude because you're a legend. Uh, we're flying like a rocket ship and you're sinking like a lead balloon. This is a family thing, I get it. Business-wise, it's time for you to beef up or sell out. You're hurt. You're tired. All will be revealed. All will be revealed. Uh, indeed, it will. Well, speaking of Roman, it's easy to forget that despite all of his awful behavior, he's actually been putting the work in. Here's Culkin with his thoughts on Roman's place in the succession power ranking. 
he has the tools. It's funny that people underestimate him. Somebody earlier today said like Roman's kind of the dark horse. I'm like, I don't think he is. There's a couple of things where, you know, he says very early on, like I'm, I'm dumb, but I'm smart, which is a way of him saying like, I actually get it. I know what's going on. You probably don't see it. Maybe I just don't have all the right words for it, or I don't fit the look or whatever, but I actually, I get it. And then, oh yeah. He says to Shiv like, yeah, no one sees me coming, but I'm right there. You know, he is. And I think, in a way, uh, it's fun for me to like play this too, but like if the company has to go to one of Logan's children, which I think Logan really, really wants, I think he really, there, there are probably so many more people who are better equipped for that job than any of his children. But if it has to go to one of his kids, I think it's definitely Roman. Well, having Kendall out of contention would certainly help in that regard. But we'll have to see what comes to pass on the season finale this Sunday at 9 p.m. on HBO. And finally this weekend, the answer to our trivia question, which of these is not a real spinoff of 90 Day Fiancé that has aired on TLC? 90 Day Fiancé The Other Way, 90 Day Fiancé Deported, or 90 Day Fiancé Self-Quarantined? The answer is 90 Day Fiancé Deported. Other spinoffs include 90 Day Bears All, 90 Day Diaries, 90 Day Journey, and 90 Day The Single Life, all of which can be streamed on Discovery+. Plus. That's our show for this weekend. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you on Monday, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great weekend. What to Watch. This episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmall.